welcome back to another episode of Anyways Back to the Godfather. We have another guest. So exciting. We need a more official way of announcing our guest. Then, uh, yeah. <laughs> welcome, Sarah Stoddard. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. Thank so you. happy to have you. <laughs> we always like to do a little history background on how we all know each other. Yes. So we all met in seventh grade at Wasatch Junior High. You guys were... I don't know how you guys officially met. We met because... We kind of already went over this story when Maddie was on, but when I first moved here, right before seventh grade, some mom had a bunch of girls come to my house so that I knew people. Didn't work, but... (laughs) Well, actually did, because then the next... uh, The first day of school at lunch, I found Jordan, Mm -hmm. because she was with that group, and she was like, oh, you can sit by us, and Sarah Mm -hmm. was with Jordan, and so then... I was adopted into their little friend group, and then we were friends all the way through high school, all the way until now. (laughs) Yes. So, I feel like I met both of you in the play, Peter Pan, but you were a lost boy, Sarah, Mm -hmm. so we, like, had more time, more scenes and stuff. Yes. And my lost boy name was Pacho, and yours was... Sneaker. Sneaker, because Jordan was Socket. Yeah. There was someone else, I remember. So, I remember we had a lot of bonding there. So precious. Yeah, you guys definitely were a part of the same friend group and yeah, yeah, have a lot of history together. And then Lauren went on her mission, and then when she got back, we all roomed together. Right. Which was, I was so nervous at first because it was like, mm, high school friends. <laughs> <laughs> we're all going to revert to our high school selves. Right. But Well, and you also have told a story about running into me on campus before we roomed yes. together. And you, like, were not excited to see me. <laughs> no, I was excited. <laughs> I just didn't, I was like, oh, Rachel, but I didn't really know what to say to right, you. Right, it was just awkward. It, it was just, yeah, it was just awkward. And <laughs> then we said, like, it was one of those where you say goodbye and then you end up going the same way. And it was oh, like, no. Uh. <laughs> and one of your sisters was going to pick you up outside the JKB. Oh. So we walked down those stairs together and, I don't know, we were talking about, like, our summers or something. Oh my gosh, you have a much better memory of this than I do. <laughs> I don't even remember this at all. But, no, it was mostly just me feeling like, to Brownstone, I, like, passed you as I was bringing in all my stuff, and I was uh-huh. like, well, there's Sarah. This could be interesting. <laughs> I don't know how this is gonna go, but yeah. at least the lard will be there. <laughs> yes. I know that's what I felt, too. <laughs> I was the bridge. Yes. yes. <laughs> but then living together brought us all together, mm-hmm. and many a night I would spend on your floor in your room, Sarah, yes. while you were doing collaging your homework and stuff, and uh-huh. we would just chat. But then, of course, HPBC mm-hmm. continued when you got married. Blessed. Um, <laughs> and then during COVID, I feel like I found myself in Provo a good amount of times. Yes. And we would have, like, in-person chats outdoors, mm-hmm. and those were always so great. It was always so lovely. Now you've moved to Idaho. No! <laughs> it's the worst! <laughs> Everybody I've seen since I've since we moved, including you, has been like, Hello, Idahoans! <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm predictable! <laughs> so terrible. And I'm like, no! (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad that it's not too far away and that you can still... Yes, it's not that bad. It's not that bad of a drive, thank goodness. And you've got your family here, so, like, there's a reason for you to be coming back besides just Just staying us. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, luckily Niall's family and my family live here, so this will always be home base as long as they're here. (laughs) I'm thinking, though, we should put on the Instagram some pictures of when you guys 
Oh, oh my gosh, there are some really gems. Gems. <laughs> So precious. That come out of the woodwork. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my favorite is you, me, and Jordan sitting on my parents' couch holding, like, the little stuffed animal huskies <laughs> oh <my laughs> in our gosh. pajamas. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> it's so cute. I definitely missed out all those years, but it's okay. <laughs> We're making up for it now. Yes. All right, so the set questions. What is your favorite film right now? Little Women. 1994, mm-hmm. of course. Clarify. <laughs> Not a surprise. Not a clarification for you, but for anyone else's <laughs> The 1994 is the only one. <laughs> the only one we watch. Oh my gosh, amazing. And then you need to recommend something to our listeners. Uh, I recommend you go on Disney Plus and watch Amphibia, because it's wonderful. I've never and adorable. even heard of this. Um, I'm not sure. I know that Lauren would like it. I'm not sure if you would like it. Is it like a real life? No, it's a it's a children's cartoon. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, how appropriate for today's topic. <laughs> I know. So. I and I could weasel it. it in because a it's not from our childhood, and b not PBS it's not PBS. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lauren, go ahead and give your question. Okay, choose between Animal Crossing or Club Penguin. Animal Crossing, but that said, I've never actually been on Club Penguin in my <sighs> life, so. I will change that for you someday. <laughs> <laughs> you meet British friends that you can still be friends with on Instagram. Oh, That's something that happened to me and Lauren. Are you yeah, serious? Except mostly we just follow them. We haven't yeah. talked to them. Whenever there's time. like something dramatic happening in the news, like COVID or slash elections, we'd be like, are you guys okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's, that's so it. cute. <laughs> Club Penguin is so wholesome, but... <laughs> But Animal Crossing is life. Mm. Animal Crossing is also very wholesome. <laughs> we just need you to get a Switch and play it with us. <laughs> I don't know. I think Club Penguin has my heart forever. But I will respect Animal Crossing. ¿Por qué no los dos? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Our final question. So I think you are our only friend that has watched all three Godfathers with us. Yes, which was your favorite experience slash movie? <laughs> okay, my favorite movie of the three was the first one, but my favorite experience watching it was definitely the third one. Oh my gosh, really? <laughs> yes, because it was so unfortunate. It is really and we bad. were laughing so hard. Oh my gosh. And I love that little dog at the end. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they cut him out. Yeah. Yes, Actually, I think you told me that, yeah. and I couldn't believe it. I know. The, the coda. The coda, I think... It, it, across the board is much better, but they did take out a few things that I was like, oh, I, I liked that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's for another podcast. Okay, so it's time for the very intense. <gasps> I didn't expect it so soon. <laughs> <laughs> 30 questions in 50 seconds. Favorite color? Green. Best year of school? Uh, this year. <laughs> Favorite holiday that isn't Christmas? Uh, Thanksgiving. Favorite vegetable? Carrot. Current TV show. Amphibia. Elementary school crush. Uh, Steve from Blue's Clues. <laughs> Favorite Disney movie. Uh, the Lion King. Favorite game. Uh. I can't think. <laughs> um. Shoot. What's it called? Rat Attack Cat. <laughs> White, dark, or milk chocolate. Dark. What instruments do you play? Flute, piano, guitar. Past or future. Future. Favorite day of the week. Friday. Favorite planet? Venus. Color you would dye your hair? 
dark brown. Have you seen a ghost? No. Hogwarts house. Gryffindor. Rachel here from the editing bay. Just want to clarify that Sarah actually hates Thanksgiving. It is not her second favorite holiday. She wanted to make that very clear. It was just a misspeak in the 30 for 30. Back to the episode. Well done, well done. Yes. Okay, it's time for the content of our episode is PBS Kids Shows That Defined Us. Oh, my heart. (laughs) (laughs) So we uh, bonded over many things, but definitely a big aspect of our friendship is our mutual love for PBS kids shows. So this is only PBS, no other channel or like no WB kids because I would have a lot of really random shows that you guys would have no context for. So (laughs) we have a couple of different categories we're going to go through. You know the drill. Um, Sarah, we're going to start with you and then go to Lauren, then me. So do the one that you pick first, any honorable mentions for the category, do at the end. This first one is the show that you loved as a child, but not anymore. My pick was Dragon Tales. How dare you? I don't <laughs> like, love it? it anymore. No, I still. Okay, I love it, but I don't love to watch it as an adult. Okay, that's valid. <laughs> <laughs> because I I love Dragon Tales, huge part of my childhood, and I have such fond memories of so many episodes. Uh, like the episode where all the color comes out of. Dragonland, mm-hmm. and they have to paint things in. Oh my in. gosh! Oh my word! I love that episode. So magical. Um, and when they they find the cave with the crystals, I love that episode too. And the one where they have the like their little basketball league in the sky. Yes, that one is a very <laughs> yes. memory for me. <laughs> but I did watch. I don't think I even made it through an episode. I started to watch it when I found it was on. I think it was on Amazon or something. And I, I was like. I can't do it. <laughs> it is too, too, painful. too painful, too aimed at small children. Too, yeah, juvenile. Yeah. Oh, bummer. And, like, the voices and everything, which I loved so much when I was little, I was, like, they were kind of grating me a little bit, especially Ord. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Also, what a great name. I know. <laughs> yeah, I chose Teletubbies. <laughs> um, Teletubbies was a huge part of when I was very young. Like, my first, one of my first words was, uh-oh. Oh, my oh, adorable Because that's word. what I would watch all the time. And we have me on video saying that. And that's the only thing I can say. <laughs> but I loved, I don't know, they were just so relatable as a child, I guess. Strangely, yes. I know. <laughs> I loved Nunu. Yes. Oh Nunu, so much. Nunu slightly terrified me. That's what we would call George, because he would always, like, eat everyone's leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, as an adult, it's for babies. Yeah. And it's not for adults. And so, there are, I did watch one episode, I think last summer, and I was laughing at how (laughs) (laughs) how weird it is. It is kind of like a drug trip. Yeah. Like, there's this British man, there's a baby in the sun, like. Mm -hmm. There's these strange creatures with televisions in their stomachs. (laughs) Yes. It's just really odd. But and it is not BN sanctioned. Exactly. That's what I was going to mention that BN in his class talked about TV shows one day and Teletubbies was on his X list. Do not of, show children. This is not educational. Like, mm-hmm. it teaches children to not speak complete sentences. Who and, spilled uh, a tubby cussed? Yeah. <laughs> say words that aren't real. And, uh, yeah. Didn't pass the educational cut. So... As an adult, I would not recommend Teletubbies. R.I.P. I did love it as a child. 
Mine, I don't know if you guys know this one, the Seven Little Monsters. I do. You do? I do. I'm going to talk about it later. <laughs> oh my gosh, oh my I'm gosh. so happy. How have we not talked about this yet? I think we have. Okay. I think you just always forget when we talk about these things one time. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. So this is one that I loved when I was in elementary school, and it was like a reason that I would be late to school. Like, I had oh so many parties word. in elementary school, oh it was because gosh. Deb couldn't get me to leave. Oh my <laughs> word, I love that so much. <laughs> it's so terrible. But... Uh, for those of you who don't know, there are seven monsters that live in this house with a Russian babushka for some reason. <laughs> and I they... think she created them. Oh my gosh! Whoa. I think that, because she's like a witch lady. And That's she right. That's... created these seven monsters that are now her children. But what their names premise? are numbers. Like one, yeah. two, three, four, five, oh, six, so seven. Oh, so like the Umbrella Academy. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. It is Umbrella based Academy. on seven monsters. <laughs> it's inspired by. I wish. <laughs> I, like don't have very many memories of it and I think it would be really hard to watch now Mm -hmm. um but I was obsessed with it when I was little five was my favorite even though I think three is probably the coolest Elizabeth and Catherine liked three and so I couldn't like three is three the tomboy with the three when I was preparing for this I think I went through and figured out I think she's six because one is one's the tomboy that has the stripes two is the one with the long nose three is the cat that like Always changes personas each episode. Four. Oh, four is four like is the, the alligator. I remember. Oh, seven is, is the, the Frankenstein. Okay, six I is the ballerina. The ballerina. Five, One is the tomboy. Five is the blue ord like creature. Oh yes. yeah, yeah. There is that doesn't speak. Yeah, either. he's like a baby. Okay, this is so bizarre because I was gonna say I've never seen. Oh it. my gosh, I love three. Yeah, yeah, three is so great. I can see. <laughs> I feel like three is your kind of person. Three is my personality, but. Again, Catherine and Elizabeth liked him, so I couldn't. <laughs> I don't know why so I made that rule. No, it wasn't them imposing it. It was me imposing that. <laughs> but there are, we like, we'll still quote very specific things. Oh, and there's this one part where two goes, pass the salt, please. <laughs> and Catherine quoted that like a year ago out of, uh-huh. since it had been like six years and oh, I Lord. died. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> And then, of course, there's the the most famous episode, is when two is writing a song to win Rutabaga Pudding, and they sing Swing Low, Sweet Rutabaga Pudding. Oh my gosh. And what? It is iconic, and I might have to pull it up and find it for you guys. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah, I, I had no idea, um, I'd heard the title of the show, but until looking at this picture right here, I would have said I'd never seen it. But I have, like, a weird memory of seeing ads for it. I don't think I ever watched <laughs> and it. And their cow! Oh my gosh, I forgot they had a cow! <laughs> I think Seven loved the cow. There was another one where Seven had, he thought everyone was doing a surprise birthday party for him, and they weren't, but he oh, comes Seven. in and he goes, oh my goodness, I'm so surprised! <laughs> that lives rent-free in my head. <laughs> I don't know if I can say that I hate it, or I wouldn't like it anymore, because obviously You're I love quoting it, it. But here it is. There's five. <laughs> <laughs> 
like this, this is coming back to me legitimately like, iconic we quote this all the time <laughs> moving along i i guess like, we could do a whole podcast on seven little monsters alone <laughs> <laughs> something i learned today okay the show that you would still watch today show that we would still watch today and still currently watch today. <laughs> I, do we I'm all have the same watching. answer <laughs> arthur <laughs> <Yep>. yeah <laughs> yes it's the best. It's it is, so great. It's so good. It's very accessible when you're young, but it's also very, very funny and engaging when you're older, mm-hmm. too. So many good life lessons from Arthur about, like, learning to respect other people mm-hmm. and, like, how to deal with, I don't know, just all family situations, I mm-hmm. feel like, are yes. represented. And yes. I love that there's, a like, diverse family situations and like living spaces like Francine lives in an apartment yes and, and Muffy lives in this big mansion yes and Buster's parents are divorced and uh-huh. some people have siblings some people don't like oh, I love Arthur so much I know. <laughs> it's so good and so quotable as yes we know. yes mm-hmm. but, um, oh my gosh um, and BN sanctioned he did this is the one that he was like this is good for kids <laughs> and we were like BN is our hero <laughs> That sealed the deal. Yeah, that was, I think, what made us be like, we're in love with this man. <laughs> he has your approval. Oh my gosh. I just remember, I think I was watching Arthur and, like, my brothers were just hanging out down there, and Muffy said something, and James was like, how are they even friends with Muffy? <laughs> <laughs> That just reminds me, when you say that, I just think of the richest line. Oh my gosh. You're a richest! <laughs> someone who's prejudiced against rich people! <laughs> it is so great. I love Arthur. It is one that we do frequent often. When we mm-hmm. live together, we would yes. watch it a lot. Sometimes we still do Arthur parties long distance, mm-hmm. although not as frequent as I would like. No. And it, yes, our your goal f- for oh my us... Rip. It just already <laughs> failed. <laughs> yes, to watch, to have an art her night. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, you do art while watching Arthur. So yes. Art her. And then we send pictures <laughs> to each other of what we made at the end of the night if we're not together. Um, You're supposed to do that monthly, weren't Yeah. We? <laughs> Rip. <laughs> Let's get back on that. Okay. <laughs> and, I mean, there are so many great Arthur episodes. I love Love Ducks. Love yes! Ducks is so good. Mr. Love Rogers. Ducks. Oh, my heart. I love the junkyard one. Oh, my gosh. Yes! That one is, like... So intense and will always the most live in my stressful memory. Episode. Yes. Yeah, and he gets scary. his knee cut and he wasn't supposed to go to the dump. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Well, and the and lice one. Oh, the yes! lice one is so. The great. lice one is so good, <laughs> and that is what makes Arthur so great. Is because then, as Lauren and I have been watching movies, I'm like, hey, they reference that in Arthur. <laughs> they do, yeah. <laughs> like Apocalypse Now is uh-huh. referenced in. No, the yes. lice one. I actually I got lice on my mission Ooh. for the first time oh. in my life. But I didn't think it was lice because I was like, that's not how they look in Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> so I kept denying to myself, like, that can't be lice. Oh like, that's not how it works in oh Arthur. Oh my gosh, amazing. I don't have lice anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd hope not. <laughs> it's been a while. Six years ago. <laughs> we slowly lean away. <laughs> yeah, we, we did live with you at one point, so. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think you guys would have had it by now. But Arthur is also just very famous and I think in our all of our families as well, like mm-hmm. very much relatable with all our siblings. Yes, 
Yes. For some reason, one that always comes into my brain is, you know, Binky's Nightmare? Oh, yeah. Burger oh Nightmare? Yes. yes. I've had that nightmare. What? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, were the burgers chasing you? Yeah. Amazing. Like, where there's the big mountain of burgers yes. and just keeps getting bigger and bigger, and then the big one with the blue the, glasses, yes. like the cat eye glasses, comes up and tries to eat oh, you. That's really oh, spooky. That that's one made so me really scary. nervous as a child. Yeah, Binky me too. Binky has a night. <laughs> there was one, one of the Snowball episodes... There, uh-huh. Like, the opening of it was, like, a snowball guy, and he, like, melts away. I can't remember. Oh, my. I know what you're talking about. Yes! I literally cried every oh! time it came on. Oh, my gosh. When I was young. And my mom would be like, it's the snowball episode. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> Come back in ten minutes. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Oh, my gosh. Wait, with his eyes? I can't remember. There was a there was, there like a she's like a princess. Yeah, or something. and she like dances with him. Yeah, and then he melts. And yeah. then he melts. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. For a that second, moved me to tears. Oh my gosh! For a second, I thought you were talking about the one where Mr. Puffy. Oh my gosh! Comes to <laughs> <life>. Mr. Puffy. <laughs> <laughs> but I saved you. I saved you. Oh my gosh! We're definitely gonna have to have like many Arthur episodes because Catherine <laughs> loves Arthur she I know she'd be down to do one I feel like somehow please yes we've got to have a massive everybody who loves Arthur yes we're gonna come do like oh quotes and favorite episodes and we could even dress up oh my gosh oh, yes. <laughs> this is what we, like Arthur parties Arthur episodes more Arthur coming your way from anyways back to the Godfather <laughs> <laughs> yes Arthur and the Godfather very similar <laughs> If they find an Arthur reference, they have to, right? Oh, they definitely have. I would think so. I mean, everything references the Godfather at Mm -hmm. some point. We'll find it. Okay, that's our new task. We'll report back. All right, number three. I'm so impressed that we're moving on from Arthur. (laughs) I know. It's difficult. I (laughs) I could say more, but I think we... I know. Arthur fit into pretty much every category. Exactly. "Eh, Important life lesson, right? (laughs) We will do another um, Arthur episode sometime. Yes. All right, the show that taught you an important life lesson. Mine was Zabumafu. Oh, Which I've always loved, and it just, uh, Zabumafu was so good at teaching kids to uh, respect and appreciate wildlife Mm -hmm. and just nature in general. I have written in my notes uh, that creatures from binturongs to African dormice should be protected and, quote, living free and in the wild. Oh. So. They are, the Crab Brothers are just gems. Yes. It's true. They... I hope they never die. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I actually um, just learned that Zabumafu One of them is dead. <laughs> no! <laughs> no, they're alive, it's fine. <laughs> that uh so they had Zabumafu, but they had a show before that that was called like Kratz Creatures, I think, and mm-hmm. it only lasted about a year. Because they, they revamped Zabumafu and now it's Wild Kratz. Wild That's Kratz. What it is. I'm which gonna bring that up later. But my little cousins absolutely adore. Kratz creatures. Elizabeth and Catherine loved that. Okay. So that is like And I hear they're very similar yeah. to Zabumafu. They just don't have a lemur host. Zabumafu <laughs> <laughs> oh. had the also had like those uh like claymation bits. Yeah. That I'd i I'd forgotten about as an adult. I went back and watched them and was like, this is so weird. Yeah, they live in my memory because they're terrifying. They are, but I didn't think that when I was little. Right, right. But now that I'm older, I'm like, oh my word, these are, these are really scary. So terrifying. I just watched the clip in the Zabu land, that's what it was called in the claymation world. Zabu eats, like, striped fruit. And then it turns him stripey. Oh my gosh. So he's like rainbow striped and he's blending in with the striped tree and no one can see him. 
and it was just adorable, and I was like, I want some striped candy. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow they made clay candy look so delicious. Oh my gosh, (laughs) amazing. Um, Something that taught me an important life lesson. I know Arthur did, because Arthur taught me everything. (laughs) Uh, I put dragon tails because for some reason in my mind... Well, the first thing, the first episode I thought of was there was, like, a me-first monster. They were, like, running around. I can't remember what exactly it was, but there was this guy who was always, like, me-first, and they were trapped in some curse until he could say, like, oh, you can go first. But then I think I, when I, I was playing some game with my brothers, and I said me-first, and my mom's like, don't be like that me-first monster, and I was like, (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) deeply shook to the core. So I think that that taught me about being less, I don't know, pushy and self, more selfless. Mm-hmm. Wow, that like brought back memories of that I thought were long gone. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that was trippy. <laughs> All right, mine was the Berenstain Bears. Uh, did you guys ever watch that? Yeah, I did. Okay. Um, and speaking of me first, I always remember the Gimme's episode. Oh. Of the Berenstain Bears. Where I don't remember. They talk about the gimmies, and it's just like, give me this, give me that. And oh, they and they go fit. to the store. Yes. Oh, my they gosh. They go to the store, and brother starts, like, jumping up and down and saying something like, it's not fair. Or... Yeah, and then they give their toy to another kid. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that's the thing. I'm like, I don't remember any Baron's Day Bears episodes. And then when I start thinking about it, I'm like, <laughs> There's so many. Two things with this one. First, my, probably my favorite Baron's Day Bears episode is the one where they go to the, the haunted lighthouse. Do you guys remember that I one? I kind of remember Okay, it. it's ringing a bell. Yeah. They're, like, brother and sister are convinced there's a ghost, and they, like, keep trying to find the ghost, uh-huh. and Mama Bear and Papa Bear are like, no, there's no one there, and then in the end, it's, like, the lighthouse keeper has been, like, trying to scare people yes. or whatever. Yes, And they find, like, glowing footprints and stuff. Yeah, uh-huh. I remember the footprints. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, so there's this one that I will quote to myself all the time, where they're upstairs at the top of the lighthouse, and they hear, like, footsteps down below, and there's, like excited and scared and Papa Bear just goes it's just the wind and I will like say that to myself whenever I'm I'm getting scared about something <laughs> so Bear and Stay Bears taught me how to be Deal cool with in the face the of fear yes Aww. but the main uh reason I picked this is because wait, they go uh spelunking yes <laughs> yes Papa Bear sings Stalactites, stalagmites, only caves have got them. Tights are always on the top and mites are on the bottom. I remember <laughs> that! Oh, so now I know the difference between stalactites and stalagmites. And Catherine and I would, like, sing that in our college, the first place we lived in college. Oh, and our roommates thought we were so weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember learning about those in elementary school and being like, duh, doesn't everybody know right? that? <laughs> like, didn't they watch Berenstain Bears? Yeah, Bears. Very easy to remember. Rounding mm-hmm. out our education. Any honorable mentions? Obviously, Arthur. Yes, Arthur, of course. Um, I did think of another Bernstein Bears episode. I think where Papa Bear gets the hiccups because he's eating oh too gosh, fast. Oh my gosh, yes! And so I'd always think, like, oh my gosh, I shouldn't eat. Because I would get the hiccups so often. Yeah. I feel like as a child, I guess your diaphragm's just not strong enough, so you get hiccups mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. But I'd be like, I always get hiccups, I should eat slower. <laughs> I don't think it really helped, but... <laughs> Bernstein Bears got to put out an episode about how to not get bread hiccups, oh, though. <laughs> I think you're the only one who not experiences true. Bread and also gets bread hiccups. What? Maybe I just don't eat straight bread. <laughs> that might that's be it. Why? Oh, Have you gosh. never heard of bread hiccups, Sarah? No. They're the most painful hiccups. Like hiccups, like hurt. You yeah. Know? But you only get it when you eat bread. Huh. And it like 
hurts so badly. Because I've got the I've gotten those hiccups that just like hurt really bad, like in your throat and your chest. Yeah. Is it like that? Yeah. I've never heard them called that before. <laughs> it might be a me thing, but <laughs> <laughs> okay. But now I know. <laughs> well, it is time for our sponsor story. Oh yes. Okay. I <laughs> had to do some research for this. Um. Because it was hard for me to come up with a memory, because uh, we do have so many memories of us in Brownstone, but not necessarily many that are specific to just us three. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to go to when you were living at Brownstone 11, and we were introducing Lauren to <laughs> Downton Abbey. <laughs> <laughs> so I went back, and I found that whole conversation oh where Rachel gosh. and I were texting each other, <laughs> because one of your roommates wanted to give things away, or just, like, remembered, like, very basic plot lines, but those basic plot lines were huge spoilers. Futures were hinted at, and Rachel and I were like, oh my gosh. (laughs) And also, aside from that, Lauren kept predicting things. Oh my gosh. That would happen. I'm pretty good at that, though. So we, in our little text conversation, we called Lauren the prophet of Downton. Oh my (laughs) gosh. And... Uh, we also called it Professor Lauren's Prediction. Oh my god, <laughs> what did I predict? I'm trying to remember, because we didn't actually you didn't say, say it. what it was, but mm. it was just like every time you said something, we'd be like, huh? like <laughs> trying to act so casual and be like, oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be funny. Interesting <laughs> idea. I, Are you Julian Fellows? I okay. do just want to mention, my mom, I was watching Downton Abbey at my house, and my mom had already watched it. And I won't spoil it, but she said, rip somebody. And I, it was a person I did not, like, they were very happy, and I was like, oh, they're going to be happy for the rest of the season. like. And in perfect health. Yeah, and so I was like, what the, my mom does not know what rip means. She just said that. She's just trying to be funny. Oh, I think it's because the character said something kind of awkward, and I was like, I hate it when he talks like that. Oh and my then gosh. my mom was like, rip. <laughs> and then later, when I was driving with Sarah and Rachel and Emma mm-hmm. somewhere, and I was like, guys, my mom, I was watching Downton Abbey, and my mom said, rip this person. Like, she has no idea what she's talking about. And they're all like, ah, oh, ha, ha, she's, she's funny. <laughs> Silly Jill. <laughs> what did she even mean by that? <laughs> That's crazy. Well, well okay, subject change. Um... <laughs> And then when it happened, I was screaming. Oh I still did not see it coming. Oh <laughs> uh, speaking of screaming, basically the same setting, just watching a different thing. Uh, when we were watching Wait Until Dark, Lauren and yes. I were screaming buddies. <laughs> <laughs> I had never seen it before. Oh my gosh, but Of course, so you two great. both had, uh, and Lauren and I would <laughs> both just scream whenever anything jumpy happened. But it was great, too, because our roommates were using the TV, so we were, like, all on Lauren's bed. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> elevated on, on your the floor. Computer. Yeah. <laughs> off the floor. All right. Show that you forgot about or is difficult to find? Um, is difficult to find is what I had to go with. I feel like you probably already er, picked this one, too, but Sagwa is really hard to find. Mm-hmm. Sagwa, the Chinese Siamese cat. Um, you can find, like, videos of people videoing their TVs on YouTube, and it's, and the sound is terrible, and (laughs) the, it's just, it's really painful to watch, but I loved Sagwa as a kid Mm -hmm. so much, and, uh, I feel like it was, like, a couple months ago, I looked up on Amazon to see if it was available on Amazon, 
and I found there are like DVD collections mm-hmm. of Sagwa, but they were so expensive. Yeah. Oh, I was like, really? Worth it. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe in the future <laughs> I'll have to purchase those. But yeah, it's just hard to find. And there's that meme that uh, I don't know if you've seen it on Pinterest. It's a really old one, but it's a picture of like all the characters in Sagwa, and someone commented like. I really, truly thought I hallucinated the show <laughs> until I found, like, someone else talking about it. I thought that I had just made this whole thing up. And I was looking at it, and I was like, yeah, I have so many fond memories of watching Sagwa. <laughs> I love the Dragons episode. And do you know the episode where uh, there's the boy who, he has, like, a magic paintbrush or something, and whatever he paints comes to life? Oh, why? It's like a, a fairy tale that they're telling Okay. to the kittens. <laughs> Amazing. I don't remember oh, any specific of. things about Sagwa, just yeah. that I loved it because I loved cats, but I don't remember the episodes. Because I feel like it wasn't on for very long. It wasn't. Or like, so was it weird hours? Yeah, so yeah. it wasn't like something I watched over and over again. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the only thing that is like very clear in my mind is the theme song. <laughs> yes. <laughs> A classic. Oh, well I did mention Seven Little Monsters because... It is something that's kind of forgettable, I guess. How dare you? Just kidding, I can't say that because I put it as the one I don't love anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not one that lots of people know. But that's one true. that I just wrote down was Between the Lions. <laughs> yes! I just remembered it. This whole time I've been thinking about these shows, I forgot about Between the Lions, but. I loved Between the Lions. That was a weird one. And it's it made me. Kind of dank. <laughs> yeah, it made me nervous as yeah. a kid, but I would still watch it and be like. I don't really like it, but I still want to watch it. <laughs> That's a theme song that has always stuck with me. <laughs> yes. Between the lions. <laughs> Between the lions. <laughs> that was my honorable mention, was Between the Lions, because I, too, mm-hmm. always forget about it until mm-hmm. someone mentions it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that did exist. <laughs> They're yeah. like... I love Cliffhanger. That's The, the Cliffhanger is the only thing that is redeemable about it. It sticks in your head, yeah. Because everything else is like very very spooky like the puppets i feel like their eyelashes their were eyelashes so are so scary yeah yes that's the only thing that i really remember stood out for bothering me is that their eyelashes seem so heavy yes and probably floppy. oh man i feel like i'm having like a nightmare like <laughs> all collection. yes <laughs> <laughs> of their like heads popping out <laughs> well and it was kind of i feel like they lit it so it was kind of darker too right. mm-hmm. Man, what a trip. Yeah, and there were some like repeated segments that mm-hmm. were really spooky almost. Mm-hmm. I had Between the Lions mostly because I feel like this is a bit of a cheat because I don't know if this is technically PBS Kids, but I feel like it was like PBS Kids was like channels 7 and 11. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then like channel 9 also kind of felt like <laughs> PBS Kids around. So I'm pretty sure this is a channel 9 show. It's Canadian. It's called Mentors. I know neither of you will know this, nope. but. Essentially what it was, I just stumbled upon it one afternoon and was like, what is this glorious show? And it was so hard to find. It was kind of at a weird hour that I like couldn't always get to. These kids had a computer and they would have a life problem and then they would find someone from history and bring them to the present and they would solve the what? problem. So the ones I remember that stand out in my mind were the Gregor Mendel episode, The Father of Genetics. Uh-huh. That one was so iconic and it helped me remember his name for so oh, long. Oh my word, <laughs> this show is why you became a historian. <laughs> There was a Jack London one. There was a Citizen Kane one. What? <laughs> um, and it was just this thing that, again, like, I loved the episodes, 
but I couldn't always find it, or I wasn't, like, I couldn't remember that it was called Mentors, and then, like, years later, I would try and figure out and, like, search, like, Gregor Mendel, like, Canadian TV show, da 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 and I could never <laughs> find it, and then one time in college, I found Mentors, and someone has uploaded the first season oh, to YouTube, which doesn't include any of the ones I know, oh, but <laughs> it's not as great as I remembered, <laughs> but I love, like, it was this thing that I was like, did I make that up? Uh-huh. But it was so legendary, and I loved it. Mentors. Amazing. <laughs> All right, next category is the show you watched when you were too old to be watching it. <laughs> Word girl. Oh, Word girl isn't too young. It's not too young, but my first indicator when I started watching the show that it was aimed at a younger audience was that I already knew all the vocab words. <laughs> I was like, mm, I'm not really learning words from this. I just like the drama. <laughs> I like to see what she's doing and who's how she's going to keep her identity a secret. Because the townspeople in that one are, bless their hearts, really dumb. Because <laughs> she's the only girl in town who has a pet monkey. <laughs> and the word girl sidekick is a monkey. <laughs> Um, wow. But yeah, Word Girl started airing right after my family moved to Utah, and that summer uh, we spent like every day at my cousin's house. They lived in Centerville, so my parents would drop us off and go house hunting, and it was just the most glorious summer ever because we just got to spend all our time with our cousins. Uh, and we had seen commercials for it, and we thought it was going to be so good, and we were so excited. Oh my gosh. And... Um, so we all, like, gathered around their little, like, box TV, and I remember watching it and being so excited, and we loved it, um, and I remember, uh, in later episodes worrying so much that someone would discover that Becky Botsford was actually a word girl. I was so worried oh on her behalf. I would never have been able to tell you her real name. <laughs> I don't so remember impressed. her name either. Uh, but the villains in that show were hilarious. They're iconic. The butcher with his ah word girl. Finally, we meet for the third time. <laughs> My dad's favorite was always Lady Redundant Woman. <laughs> yeah, I never got her jokes. I feel like she was more of a <laughs> like the adults watching yeah. would, would understand her jokes. So. It's so good. But that is a big point of connection for me and Laurie yes. when we were younger. <laughs> we would write each other notes with quotes and work with Yes. Lauren oh even drew a very accurate picture of one of the characters in my notebook for me. I don't oh, remember that. I said word world. Oh <laughs> my gosh, is that a mistake? This is a, this is a movie for babies. Oh. Not a movie. A show for tiny, tiny kids. <laughs> Um, but my little brother, it's terrifying. Andrew, would watch it. He loved it for some reason, and I'd watch it with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like 13, 12. But it's this world where everything is made out of the words. Like, the characters, oh. the character's a pig, and his body is made out of a P-I-G. And I thought that was so clever. And, like, their houses are H-O-U-S-E. And, like, they can make things by finding letters and putting them together, and it turns into a little thing. This this is yeah yeah it's such, such a creative idea mm-hmm. and I love the idea but I think the execution kind of creeped me out yeah because <laughs> it is like a three D kind of a creepy mm-hmm. animation style but I think I was just so entranced by the idea of finding letters and like making it and it just kind of appears mm-hmm. that I just would watch it with him and be like 
Oh my gosh, Gore World's on. I've got to go watch it. Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> Andrew's watching Gore World. I've got to go watch it with him. <laughs> Puts down homework. <laughs> I, I can take it. A 15 minute break. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, show I picked was Curious George. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I was in a phase where, because after school I would come home and watch Arthur. But then in junior high, I feel like they changed the art. Because, heck, I would still watch Arthur in junior high. Yes. You know? But they, like, changed the time. So it was... Or maybe we got out at a different time. That's probably what it was. Mm-hmm. And so I started watching I Love Lucy's more. And then when I would finish an I Love Lucy episode, I would just go back to the regular TV and Curious George would be playing. And I'd be like, I got time. I can watch them. <laughs> like, I don't have to go do homework. And then... <laughs> that did last a long time. But then Hadley loved Curious George and... Becky and Hadley would come over when Ryan would work, like, nights, a couple days a week, and so it was, like, always on, and so it was on when I was doing my homework, mm-hmm. and and now Ethan loves Curious George, Aww. and so we've been bonding over that, and he is also a child of Halloween, he loves Halloween, and there's a Halloween Curious George special oh with a scarecrow, gosh. I'm sorry, no. <laughs> called I No Noggin, watching. Oh my gosh. that ah. kicks people's hats off, <laughs> it's so delightful, but anyway, Curious George is fantastic, Becky will also attest to this. So. Um, for this category, I actually uh, looked up the age ranges for Oh, how fun! each one of these, so I'm looking oh at gosh. it. Uh, so, Curious George, ages three to five years old. Nice. <laughs> Word Girl, ages four to nine, and I was 11 when I started watching it, so I'm not that far off. And Word World, ages three to five. <laughs> Mine baby and I show. are at the same level. <laughs> um, I do. a baby show. <laughs> what a good one. We did have a conversation, Elizabeth, Catherine, and I, one New Year's Eve, about how we were strangely obsessed with Teletubbies when we, like, were probably too old to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you guys ever watch Martha Speaks? Oh my gosh, I have that down on my list of TV shows I hated. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Martha Speaks is my honorable mention for this category because it was always on, I feel like, around 11 or 12, so I'd only ever watch it when I was sick. Mm. And I didn't particularly love it, but I liked it enough to continue watching, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. even after I was sick. <laughs> <laughs> so when I could, I would watch it, but it wasn't. I wasn't like obsessed with it. My honorable mentions. I also put Curious George. Well, I've already talked about the movie Curious George as my one of my top favorite C movies. But yeah, he's just adorable. And he has, like, the little cat friend and the little dog friend. Yes, Hudley. I love him. Oh, why Hudley? (laughs) I was thinking of the black dog, but... Oh. Oh, Hudley. And also, I love the the Italian chef. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Giorgio. Gnocchi. Gnocchi, yes. Oh, so great. That was the thing. Catherine was like, he's watching Curious George, and I was talking about all these characters, and she was like, how do you know this? Interesting. My other honorable mention is very recent. So last October, Catherine had a new baby, mm-hmm. and so Deb went down there. I was alone for, like, three weeks in October, and for some reason had, like, unprocessed childhood fears come to the surface, and mm-hmm. it was, like, rough. <laughs> but at night, I would be, like, working on stuff, but I would just want noise in the background. And so I would turn on the TV, and there's just, like, junk TV at, like, 11.30 at night. Mm-hmm. But I, So I'd go to PBS, because I was like, maybe Arthur's on. And it was called Molly of Denali, and it's this, like... I've heard of that! Yeah. I've never watched she it, She lives in Alaska, uh-huh. and 
I love it. Like, I'm not regularly <laughs> watching it, but if I had, like, kids or something, I'd, like, this is a great show. It kind of feels, it's not quite Arthur amazingness, but it's, like, along the lines of, like, Zaboom, or Kratz creatures, like, they talk mm-hmm. a lot about the environment, but it's also cool because it's, like, they're indigenous, yes. and so it, like, has some really cool social, yeah, societal things going on there as well, and I feel like I don't know. I didn't really watch Maya and Miguel. I felt like sometimes oh my these gosh, types I of did. programs were, like, <laughs> reaching a little bit. And this yeah. one just feels a lot more natural. And, like, mm-hmm. they, their stories were actually really well done. So it's not just like, hey, we're having, like, we're the stories aren't great, but, like, cultural diversity. Yeah. This is like, oh, no, it's actually, like, very well done. So shout out to Molly of Denali. Thanks for getting me through some scary nights. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, I had some more. Uh, honorable mentions? <laughs> yes. Please. I think it's because I had younger siblings that I just watched TV with them. Yeah. Super Y. I don't know if you guys oh ever watched gosh. that. Oh my gosh. I watched that with my little cousins whenever I babysat them. Um, I wished they would watch Peppa Pig. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. Super Y. <laughs> Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig, unfortunately, is not BBS. No. <laughs> um, but Super Y is about this... I think they're tiny. I think they live, like in a book, in a library or something, but they go into books, and kind of like, like in Blue's Clues, they go mm-hmm. into skidoo into things, but they'd go into little stories and fix the problems in the story, but there was like a princess, and then there was the superhero, and there was Red Riding Hood with her roller skates, and then there was another guy, I don't remember him, but <laughs> I enjoyed that, I and I was way too old for it. <laughs> <laughs> And I also had to say dinosaur train. Oh my oh gosh. My gosh. <laughs> this is definitely in the time when I stopped watching PBS yeah. Kids, yeah, but you too. still had siblings. It was still youngest, playing on the TV. But, yeah, yeah, so I would just sit down and watch it and cringe a little bit, but also still watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Our last category before our surprise category. <laughs> Bonus category is a show with a standout episode. Oh my gosh, this is the one that I took so many notes on. I watched it last night to make sure that I would know how to talk about it because it's such a, it's, okay, so Sesame Street has this episode where, do you guys remember Mr. Hooper Mm -hmm. who owned the store? Yes. So Mr. Hooper passed away Mm -hmm. um, and they addressed it in one episode um, because Big Bird was Mr. Hooper's buddy and pal and, uh, so it's actually, it's it's so sweet and it's so good the way they handle it. And, like, it's so odd to think about a show aimed at such young children talking about such a difficult topic as death, especially because kids often just can't process what that means. So they're very blunt, but they're also very kind. Um, so, let's see. So uh, Big Bird um, has drawn pictures of everybody all the grown-ups and is handing them out to the grown-ups and then he said and then this last one he holds up a picture a drawing of mr hooper and everyone says oh that's so beautiful like we love it la 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 and then he says yeah i can't wait to give it to him sad and they all and there's a silence and all the grown-ups are looking at each other and they say big bird do you remember we told you mr hooper died and he says oh yeah i remember well now i'll give it to him when he gets back uh say big bird mr hooper's not coming back why not big bird when people die they don't come back ever no not ever why not well big bird they're dead they can't come back 
Well, he's got to come back. Who's going to take care of the store? And who's going to make my birdseed milkshakes and tell me stories? And then it's so sweet. Uh, they say, Big Bird, uh, one man says, I'm going to take care of the store. This trooper left it to me. And I'll make your birdseed milkshakes. And they all say, and we'll all tell you stories and take care of you. And he says, well, it won't be the same. You're right, Big Bird. It'll never be the same around here without him. But you know something? We can all be very happy that we had a chance to be with him and to know him and to love him a lot when he was here. Aww. So it's just so precious. And all the adults are getting emotional, too. Right. Um, and it's just a very short segment toward the end of the episode. But it's just, it's so beautifully done. And, like, what a wonderful tribute to a man who was so, like... So amazing. So amazing and such an yeah. integral part of Sesame Street. Yeah. I feel like Sesame Street and Mr. Rogers yes. deeply and radically changed how children's mm-hmm. television programming mm-hmm. would work and would function. And Because I feel like Arthur follows in those same veins where they talk about like different issues like bullying or divorce. You know, like there's, uh-huh. there's harder things that I think a lot of other TV shows for children don't even address. <laughs> because I think that they think people who like maybe don't talk about those kinds of things in kids tv shows don't maybe don't think that they're appropriate for kids or that kids can handle that kind of conversation but that's just not true well and i just loved in the mr rogers documentary about how it was like the only thing on tv for kids are like these action hero and like Uh very kind of more violent themed and i was like we need to like talk about emotions and give more space for like being still and gentle and calm and, Mm -hmm. and being real people yeah yeah I wish I watched Mr. Rogers as a child, but... That's the thing. I feel like I didn't really watch Sesame Street growing Uh up. The only context I really had for it was the, like, holiday special ones. Like, Uh Elmo says boo, hence why I love the count. (laughs) (laughs) Buddy, 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 buddy. Wait, what? You know that Elmo says boo? I'm so happy about this. (laughs) One, two, three, four. Oh my gosh, it's the best. (laughs) But I feel like I wouldn't have been able to watch Mr. Rogers, like... It is a little bit spooky. Yeah. But now I can, like, appreciate what he did do. Oh, no, I love the puppets. I loved King Friday and the rest of them. Oh, Especially my gosh. Owl. Owl oh. my See, favorite. I don't think I would have even had a chance because I feel like all my sisters would have been like, this is spooky. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd be like, yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> I guess I don't want to watch it. <laughs> I want to mention two things from Sesame Street that mm-hmm. were stand out to me. They weren't necessarily episodes, but I loved Elmo's World. Yeah, oh, I would yes, almost just skip to Elmo's World. Same. Loved <laughs> Elmo's World. Um, but there was one little segment. I think I've told you guys about this before. I don't think it's been on the podcast. But there's a segment that was called Animal Books, and it, it would just be like in between, like you know when they had their the main plot, and then they'd have like these things in between the plot, kind of break things up. Um, but it was this little song that this is super dank (laughs) this 3d guy would sing about these books and um how he can go (laughs) to the ocean and to the jungle and it was just such a beautiful song i found it on youtube and it is pretty yeah old has not aged well (laughs) but it's so good and i loved it so much as a child and one time it turned on or it came on and my mom was in the shower and I was so excited. I was like, oh my gosh, I've got to turn it up because it was quiet because it was early in the morning. And I pressed the channel button instead of the no! volume button. 
And so I, I, I couldn't figure out how to change it back. And my mom was in the shower, so she couldn't help me. Aww. And I just sat there and cried. <laughs> I missed animal books. And it wasn't like there was YouTube where we could just yeah, pull it up and watch right. it. Like, I wouldn't be able to see that again for months, probably. Mm-hmm. Right. So it was devastating. And my mom got out of the shower. She's like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? But anyways, I oh loved that. Gosh. And then it, there is an episode where, is her name Rita? The... She's Rosita. Rosita. Rosita, yes. Um, she's trying to find Elmo. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the plot of the story, but she's trying to find Elmo, and she sings this song. It's like, and there's this sheep that are singing with her. <laughs> they go, ba, 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 and then she's like, I'm going to get to you. It's like a really catchy song. And so I was trying to find it on YouTube one day with Rachel. It was like the first time we hung out. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. We're, and I don't know. It, we were probably like talking about Sesame Street, or maybe we were looking at other old videos that we related to. Maybe we were watching Arthur. I think we were watching Arthur. <laughs> so I was like, oh my gosh, I've got to show you this. <laughs> so I was <laughs> looking all over YouTube to find it, and finally found it. But it was one of those, like, someone had recorded it. Yeah. And, like... <laughs> and the person who had recorded it, I don't know if they were totally mentally there. <laughs> no, I think they were, like, super young. But they don't even make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> so suddenly you're watching it and this bus goes by and she hasn't said anything until suddenly she goes baby there's a bus on a train <laughs> and I can't remember what else she said there's like one other moment where she like blurts something out that you're totally not expecting it doesn't make any oh sense oh my gosh being like <laughs> so funny because Lauren spent all this time looking for it and we finally found this and it's not even the screen version and for some reason that like sends us like I <laughs> don't know why it is so funny to me but that video truly is one of the most iconic I'm so okay to find I wanted to talk about our standout word girl episode yes that we love so much that we would quote to each other. We went to Beehive Camp together. Yes. And we would quote it at oh Beehive Camp my just gosh. And uh, Lauren used it as motivation to get me down from an obstacle course that I was refusing to come down <laughs> off of because I was so scared. So I stood there for so long. I think I was up there for like half an hour. At least. She <gasps> took at the least. longest yeah. out of oh And they kept saying like, like, come on, you can do it. Like, it's okay. You're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. And Lauren was like, if you don't come down, we can't watch Word Girl and make mac and cheese this weekend. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> and then she jumped. That is true friendship right there. <laughs> that did it. <laughs> but I can't remember what the episode is called, and I remember it took a lot of digging to find yes. it. And I still, so I, it would take too long for me to find it right now. But it's this episode when... This confrontation happens between Word Girl and Chuck, the sandwich-making guy, and Reginald, the jewelry store owner, mm-hmm. who owns ye old fancy schmancy yes. jewelry store. Um, and he sounds and he's then, the hoity-toity man. Yes, he's amazing. <laughs> and then the police come, and they're trying to sort it out. And I'm sure it's based on a movie. I can't think of what the movie would be. But it goes through their three perspectives. Mm-hmm. And, so, and you see the bias behind everybody's story. Mm-hmm. And, but there are just some quotes in it that... Like, Reginald's mm-hmm. story, his version, he's, like, this cool guy, and he says, I'm the amazing Reginald. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I think um, Chuck wants, I don't know, from his perspective, Reginald's, like, this super, like, stingy guy. And, and Word Girl's really dumb. Yeah, oh, no. yeah Word Girl's Word really Girl. dumb in Reginald, I think. <laughs> She's, like, 
walking through the store, like, and I think she says, sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I think she says whatever a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> Just like a teenage girl. Yeah. But, and then Reginald at one point says, or they're like, oh, why don't you use your money to help somebody? He's like, no, all my money is mine. <laughs> fine, fine, fine. <laughs> and then he's, he he's throws up his it. money. <laughs> Anyways, those are our favorite quotes. Oh, my gosh. You guys really do love Word Girl, and <laughs> I was not expecting it when I moved in. <laughs> not that you had, like, banners or posters, no. but it just would come up, and you guys would be, like, kind of mad that kind I didn't of. know it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just expecting that if you knew Arthur and I mean, previous shows, I'd of seen, course you I'd know seen Word Girl. Girl. I knew what it was about, uh-huh. I just never really got it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the vocab was too much for me. All right, my pick for show with a standout episode is Clifford. Oh my gosh. And it is the three-legged dog episode. Do you guys remember that? I remember. Yes. I just remember because Annie hates three-legged dogs. (laughs) (laughs) And so whenever it would come on, we'd be like, Annie, Annie, come look at the TV. And she'd be like, what is it? No. (laughs) Why does she hate three-legged dogs? What was the dog's name? I don't remember. I don't remember either, but I'm remembering this episode as you talk about it. Yes, I, there's, like, because he, he, like, can dig bones and, like, Uh, but, like. Casey! Yeah, because at first, like, Cleo, who has a smoker's voice, and (laughs) T-Bone, is that his name? T-Bone, yes. They're all, like, oh, he can't do this, or, like, oh, Uh we need to help him, and he's, like, no, actually, I'm very capable, and I can do everything by myself, and you don't need to, like be so afraid or, uh-huh. or try and help me with everything and like kind it's of, a yeah it's a really good episode for that a few <laughs> years ago i was passing through and someone had clifford on and it was the three-legged dog episode oh, and i took a picture and sent it to word. annie so it's like <laughs> it is just one of the most oh defining gosh. episodes oh, of clifford <laughs> incredible and it's amazing because it's like about disability and how right right no it's a great episode different, and, but they can still and you don't need to be afraid or like baby yeah. them it's kind of like that episode of Dragon Tales with the, with the basketball the wheelchair. in the sky. Yeah. yeah, the wheelchairs. Yeah. Okay, I just had to mention there was one episode of Sesame Street that, like, last week I just started singing to myself. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's from Sesame Street. I've got to watch it. And I watched it. But it's <laughs> Telly, the guy's obsessed with yes. triangles. He runs into the store. He's like, oh my gosh, Triangle Bob, Triangle Pants is on. You've got to turn it on. <laughs> and it's one of the, the guy who owns the store. He's dressed as a triangle and he just sings triangle bob triangle pants yes triangle bob triangle pants so i just was singing that to myself in my room i don't know why but it's hilarious they're making fun of spongebob right i just thought that's hilarious that is what is great about these shows like the people who created them had no idea the legacies that I would know, happen and like right? the things that we would retain the and 25 yes. years later yes pull out of our brains <laughs> in random moments mm-hmm. uh, and then my last standout episode is seven little monsters there's one episode where five the childlike character finds a turtle oh. no he wins a turtle at the carnival oh and his name is he names him sam and he's their best friend's and the, the, he sings a little song and it's adorable and then sam gets lost and they talk about, like, because they think Sam died, and so they talk about death and stuff, uh-huh. and it's really deep. And then they find him in the end, I think. I think he maybe gets, oh, he's in the bathtub. They're gonna, he's gonna give him a bath. And then 
somehow he falls out the window and then <laughs> somebody uncorked the tub. So then the water went down the tub, and so, so they, they thought he that went he down went the down the drain. Oh. So they had they're having like a eulogy for oh. Sam, and Seven gets up and he's like telling the story about where Sam went, and he suddenly just goes like, and then he landed on an island called Bob's your uncle, and it's just like. <laughs> The most wonderful episode. But my mom <laughs> recorded it on VHS. Oh my gosh. She loved that oh song word. so much. She thought it was adorable. And so I think last year I like pulled out and put it into our little mini TV that still has VCR. Oh my gosh. It. It's a it's a good episode. Oh Amazing. my Seven Little Monsters. What a treat. The Sesame Street Opera Day episode. The only thing I really remember about that episode is them singing, Today is Opera Day. <laughs> oh, I remember that. So they sing an opera the whole day, and my mom would do that occasionally. Oh, <laughs> I love that. When oh I was gosh. really little. And other standout episode of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood um, is the episode with Eric Carle, who just passed away. Oh, and shout out. So they, they go to his studio, and they talk about how he makes his collages. They paint some paper together, and it's so cute. So they take a little tour of his studio, uh, and Mr. Rogers says, Oh, a lot of books you have. <laughs> and Eric Carl says, That's all art books, books on animals. And I was like, I am Eric Carl! Oh my gosh! <laughs> He's trying to teach Mr. Rogers how he paints things, how he paints papers to then dry and save and cut out for future projects. And he says, okay, you help me. First, you have to put on a smock. <laughs> and then he puts it on, and Mr. Rogers says, I feel like a real artist, okay? Oh, <laughs> Mr. Rogers oh, is the best. And then Eric Carl tells him, you can't make mistakes, really, oh. like with painting and things. I just thought it was so cute. <laughs> and at some point when he starts painting, uh, Eric Carl gets some yellow paint and is painting over it. And Mr. Rogers says, that's yellow, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is a bonus question that Lauren proposed right before we started podcasting. And it is the best theme. I mean, I've got to say Arthur, but a close second is Dragon Tales, I think. Oh, man. Dragon Tales? I love the Dragon Tales theme! I just thought of our trap remix. That's what I wrote down. Anything Um, on our trap playlist. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, my choice. First of all, I would say Arthur, too, Mm -hmm. because it just is so good. Iconic. Yes. But I also love the theme for the Wildcrats TV show. Because they go, gonna go wild, wildcrats, gonna go wild, wild, wildcrats. We gotta find a trap version of that. Oh my gosh, it'd be so good. Yes. You saying that, though, makes me take back Dragon Tales as a close second. Zaboomafu is a close second. Mm. It is really good. How does that one do again? It's like, Zaboom, Foo. With the Crab Brothers! <laughs> 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 and Chris and Martin saw something strange. Oh, yeah, it's coming back. Julie Finley would have liked to bounce and play. Wow. I really don't have very many memories of that show, <laughs> <laughs> I also would say Arthur, because, like, Ziggy Marley, man. I what know. a great guy. Oh, my word. <laughs> but just everything about it, like... The beginning, and then the bridge, like, uh-huh. it's a simple message. So good. Hey, believe in yourself. Like, oh, <laughs> oh we yeah. gotta work together. Like, Yeah, and that's, great the, song. that's the heart at every Arthur episode. Yeah, yeah. But since I felt like that would be too obvious, I went with Fetch. Did you guys ever watch oh that? My oh my gosh, yes, Fetch with Ralph Ruffman! <laughs> with Ralph Ruffman! <Ruff> <laughs> <laughs> Legitimately, 
three weeks ago sang the whole theme song, oh, even though I haven't word. watched it. <laughs> I do not remember anything besides that. That was my so family's cute. favorite for a long time. And now I'm on the road to fame. I got a game show and its name is Fetch. <laughs> That's another one that I was maybe a little too old to watch, but yeah, like same. loved it. But, it and was like great. wished I could be on it. Right? Yes. But I was like, I already know I'm too old. Did you guys watch Zoom? Yes, yeah. that's okay. going to be my honorable mention. Yes, <laughs> Zoom was so good. And I remember uh, wanting to be friends with Caroline and Kenny. <laughs> Any other honorable mentions that we haven't been mentioned yet? Um, I randomly thought of one called The Big Comfy Couch. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Biz and I referenced that. Not I long wasn't ago. allowed to watch with that one. The clown, like, was, yeah, she's like so a doll, like, a living doll. So yeah, she does like the living clock. Yes, Do you remember that? Yes, <laughs> I went yes. to, I remember. I have a memory of waking up at like five a.m. and it being on TV <laughs> and laying on the ground and just like doing the clock thing and being like, my leg doesn't go back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still doing it anyways. Oh my gosh, that was terrifying. That That's such show. a scary show. Yeah, I, I yeah I wasn't allowed to watch it because I think it was on on Sundays. Oh. And okay. my, so my parents were strict about that because I was the oldest child. <laughs> they <laughs> relented later on. But uh, I remember one Sunday, watched it, and I, before I had actually sat down on the couch, I went upstairs, and, and it's like 6 a.m., my poor parents. And I woke up my mom, and I was like, Mom, can I make a sandwich? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, get out the peanut butter and jam. And I was like, Okay. So I went downstairs and I got everything out and I hadn't, I don't know if I had made my sandwich yet, uh, but I, then I watched the episode and I turn around and the kitchen is covered in jam. <gasps> what? So Abby and Joshua had sat on our little, like, uh, little tykes table and Abby had put both of her hands in the jam jar, taken them out and then shook them. Oh my gosh. So there was jam everywhere and Joshua had peanut butter all over him uh and that is referred to as jam day at oh, the Linford household oh my gosh <laughs> that is too fun all inspired it, by the big comfy couch yes, yes. so <laughs> I never wanted to watch it again <laughs> <laughs> there's so, so much surrounding it's too traumatic I don't feel like I watched this one as much as my sisters, but I have to say Wishbone. I was going to say that okay. one! Yes. I, thought, I thought of Wishbone, too. Oh, I love that so one. Good. That's so a f- good theme song, too. It that is. is. What's the story, Wishbone? Yes. So um, good. There are some, like, literary classics that we will talk about, and Liz was like, I only know that because of Wishbone. <laughs> <laughs> I um, loved the Robin Hood episode of that one. Oh the my very gosh. best. I think that's the only one I really saw was the I loved Robin all his one. little outfits. Oh, and Sherlock Holmes. I mm. loved that one. Yep, yep. Ugh. I can, like, yeah, picture his outfits mm-hmm. when you talk about that. Biz was by far the biggest fan. She has, like, bed sheets and... Stop. Like, oh, all the books. Like, she has so much Is stuff. It? Then oh. I also did write down Caillou because I did watch it. <laughs> I did watch it, too, yeah. but I... Even though it's trash. It's awful. That's it's one I, I was going to mention in our first category, something that you loved as a child. But That's a now. good one. But even as a I child, like at it. some point I was like, I don't like this yeah. show. He's so whiny. But like that theme song will never leave oh my, my mind. <laughs> That's an iconic one. Then yeah. Liberty's Kids. Did you go Iconic. <laughs> my family owns the whole thing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't watch it today, but it's so great. <laughs> that. By Sarah doesn't Oh yes. my gosh, 
that is a great theme song. It is so I good. I see land. Aaron Carter. I like, know. okay. Oh Fantastic. I think that was the first rap I ever heard in my life. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and it's so bad. It's so bad. I take my heart into battle. <laughs> Give that freedom bell rattle. <laughs> Declare my independence on <laughs> something like that. <laughs> something, something oh my dynamite. Gosh. Yeah, red, white, blue. Never give up. Represent America. America. <laughs> Do I listen to it? I listen to my heart and I obey. I do listen to it every 4th of July with pride. Amazing. Oh my gosh. I did write down two dislikes, which were Martha Speaks. So mm-hmm. sorry. I never it's okay. watched it. It's not a huge... Cyber Chase. I never I was going to just say that I love Cyber Chase. It's <laughs> an honorable mention. I wasn't allowed to watch that one because my mom thought it was too scary. Oh my gosh. And then... Yeah, Motherboard is dank or whatever. Yes, she is. So but scary. she saves them all. She's a nice motherboard. Yes, but his chin is just so. Oh my gosh, Hector! This is something else. Hacker, yes, Hacker, Hacker. Hector, Hacker, (laughs) and the bird is Gilbert Gottfried, Iago. Yes, Yes. like there's all these things Uh that when I get older, and Christopher Lloyd is Hacker. Did you know that? Oh what? (laughs) Yeah. Because he also voices Rasputin, and then when I was like watching the credits once, Uh I was like, wait a second. I think that was one of the first like connections that I made where one voice was also in something else was uh-huh. Iago and, and what's his name in I that? Don't know, the bird. Gidget? Yeah, Gidget. Oh my I gosh, think. that's very embarrassing I bring it out. But <laughs> late at night sometimes Biz and I will just turn on the TV and <laughs> Hacker or, or Cyber Chase was on and she was like, Hacker's a girl, like was talking about Hacker being a girl and I was like, oh, <laughs> he has Hacker's a, a boy. Like we should ask her because she is like Convinced that it's the a woman. Oh, yes. No. I'm like, it's literally voiced by Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> but she thinks like something with the hair. Anyway. I mean, his hair is very. Hacker's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> but his hair is very like sixties. I did like the like the end with the real life people. Okay. Yeah. I didn't. I never saw the end. Oh I've, I've only seen like an episode here and there because oh, like, sure. I wasn't allowed to watch it. But then when I was old enough, I didn't really like it that much. Yeah. But Lauren, you go ahead, sing well, its praises, defend it. I just, I didn't watch it that often, but I did like it when I watched it. I think it was on at weird times. Yeah. I think it was a little too early. And so, and I would rather just watch Arthur because I think I also only had a certain amount of TV time a day. So I sacrificed Cyberchase for Arthur, but, um, a word I don't know. Sacrifice. Right. <laughs> they were trying to do s- math stuff, and it was yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. And they were in space, and I love that. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yes. And Motherboard was nice. Adventures in cyberspace. For as much Adventures as I didn't inside. like it, I know so much about it. <laughs> what, <laughs> what I'm realizing. <laughs> that was one theme song that always confused me, too, because they're spelling out Cyber Chase, right? C- it's, uh, but they say, it's C-Y-B-E-R Chase. Oh, that's but funny. I thought they were saying... S-C-Y-B-E-R-Chase. I was like, there's no S! Cyber Chase. I think I also kind of associate Cyber Chase. There was a game that I would play called Math Blasters. Mm -hmm. And so I think those two are kind of intertwined in my head. Math Blasters is, like, special in my heart. Cyber Chase probably less so, but Mm -hmm. I think I connect them because they are very similar ideas. 
one of very few things I remember about Cyberchase is just how weird I felt about their eyes. Because <laughs> yes. one is significantly bigger than yes. the other. But it, it changes a, based on perspective. It was a dank show. It was ahead <laughs> of its time. <laughs> oh my gosh, I have to give an honorable mention to The Electric Company. Oh my because gosh. Oh my gosh. when Manuel Miranda was yes. on it. And there's someone else. Chidi. Yeah. Chidi Anagoni. He was? I was watching The Good Place with Rachel and I was like, I know that guy from somewhere. Oh I don't know Lord. how I know him, but... He had gotten off from somewhere, and then I realized it's because he's the main one of the main villains on oh, at the electric company, and he like raps and stuff. So funny! <laughs> it was the most the strangest connection <laughs> I've ever made. Silent D is a ninja. Is Lin Manuel? <laughs> oh my word! Yes, amazing. <laughs> Lin, I'll so make much you guys Lin. watch that once we're done. Yes, wow. Please. Well, the pop the well the public broadcasting service. Mm -hmm. Thank you for all of your years and time that you put into crafting our childhoods. Yes. And our adulthoods, apparently. Right. (laughs) And will forever shape our future. (laughs) To viewers like you, thank you. I just feel like I've always wanted to say that. Oh my gosh, you both had such an emotional reaction to that. (laughs) Cries. (laughs) We just break down. (laughs) And now a juicy juice ad. Yes! Oh my gosh. Sarah, this is delightful. This was so much fun. We're going to have to have you back for like an Arthur episode sometime. Anybody who wants to participate in this Arthur episode, we're going to have to do like a mega. Mega. We're going to have to get another mic. Yep. (laughs) Need a bigger boat. (laughs) And definitely you're going to be back on soon for HPBC. But, so, if you loved Sarah's lovely voice, just wait because we're going to have another one soon. You took the words right out of my mouth, PJ. Take it away. So, our first category. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Better podcast host than I am. Um, So. You're fired. Sarah's hired. (laughs) I would be more offended, but that was a great rhyme, so. (laughs) I uh, just went through my, like, very, very young child stuff with Deb, and I have every single Teletubby stuffed animal, and I was like, we can get rid of those. No, we can't put them back in the bin. (laughs) Oh, man. Good times. So many good memories. And not just watching TV together. (laughs) (laughs) We do other things. (laughs) Refuses to list other things. <laughs> we don't have time for that. Move <laughs> on. That um, great idea, horrible execution, uh-huh. is exactly what my uh, high school pottery teacher told me about my projects. Oh, <laughs> no. Thanks a lot, Schmitty. Still lives with me to this day. Oh my gosh.
Papa Steve Burns, the no, real OG. Ew, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Steve Burns alive. Steve Burns is alive! <laughs> oh my gosh, Okie's oh, alive! Um, and at the end, they'd always say, Bon Appetit. But I thought they were saying, Make it out of tea. <laughs> and I was like, But I don't drink tea. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and also, there's no tea in this. <laughs> Here's how to make it. Okay, make it out of tea. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like the big reveal too is like he's this new dog and Clifford's yes. like seeing him and then he like sees his missing leg yeah. and Clifford's like, Goo! <laughs> <laughs> shook. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's too funny. <laughs> Maybe it's a bus on the train. <laughs> Maybe it's a bus on a train! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Anyways. Man.